This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. So today we're talking about why you need to first slow down in your education business in order to speed up in the long run. So why would you even need to slow down in the first place? Well, you need to slow down in order to identify and fix the problems in your business, or it could be about slowing down a solution to a problem in your business. Now, if you think your business has no problems, then I'm sorry, but you've got a lot of work to do. (laughs) So I'd wager that you do have problems, but you haven't been looking for them because that's what business is all about, solving problems. So maybe you'll feel like things are going really slow in your business right now and that they've never sped up before, maybe earlier in your journey. So you don't need to slow down. And that might be the case, but it is coming to you at some point. So there's a lot you can learn from this episode. Um, And perhaps you'll be able to avoid some of the pitfalls because you're never going to be able to avoid all of them. So business runs in cycles. You'll feel like it's going well and sales are picking up. And then you might notice that your current way of managing customers can't handle it. Maybe you need to hire staff or hire more staff. Or perhaps you need to rethink how inquiries are actually dealt with and maybe invest in, you know, putting more uh, automation into the process where possible. You might have other delivery of service or product challenges to overcome in this mix as well. You might have to keep um, supply up with the high demand. And so the cycle just continues. And after a while, you'll get it under control. And how you get it under control is the key here. You know, whether you patch over it or whether you give it the time and attention it needs. And then once you've dealt with it, after a while, you might feel like you're plateauing again. And maybe this story isn't true for you. Maybe you're seeing fast and consistent growth day in, day out. And this isn't a bad thing, but I do want to draw your attention to the other things going on. Are you even looking? Is it all going to creep up on you unexpectedly? Because this was us at Classroom Secrets. So we were growing so fast, it was hard to keep up, if I'm honest. So obviously it was super exciting and amazing for everyone. But this did mean that we didn't have time to notice the cracks starting to form in the business. In really important elements as well, such as delivery and culture. So when you focus on one thing, you can get a one-sided view of what's really going on. And then each person involved will have their own one-sided view that's different from the next person's as well, based on their current circumstances. And it's all about their perception of events, isn't it? So for us, it was almost like we built foundations for a small two-bed house. And before we knew it, there was a manor house on top of those foundations, We hadn't stopped and re-looked at the plans and tried to rebuild new foundations before continuing to build or even tried to build them at the same time. We hadn't done that. We'd grown so fast in all areas and we just hadn't taken the time to slow down and ensure that we were building the house evenly. It was unbalanced in so many ways. And so we've spent the last two years rebuilding those shaky foundations, working on what really matters now. And I can't describe how worth it it has been. Now, I know this is dramatic. I'm giving you my most dramatic example here, the organisation as a whole. But there have been so many smaller examples too, ones where we have slowed down to consider the problem properly. And of course, times where we haven't done that when we should have. And as I've been writing this episode, I've been considering 
how you would know that you need to slow down in your business so that in time you can speed up again. You know, how do I get that across to you? And all I can say is that, you know, you might not realize that this is what it is and you could throw the wrong things at it in an attempt to try to fix it too quickly without working out what the problem is. But you'll get this uneasy feeling inside. Well, I do anyway. Maybe a feeling that things are going too well or too fast. It could feel like you're on a bit of a runaway train and there's no way out of doing the things the way that you're doing them now. Even if deep down you know inside that it doesn't make sense and that could be financially or or another reason. And if you've got team members, you might be feeling the culture shift in the wrong direction or maybe it feels like you're being seriously misunderstood as a leader and you're not really sure why. So I've got five areas for you to think about when it comes to slowing down in order to speed up in your education business. So let's just jump straight in. Number one, money. Money, 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 money. It all boils down to money because we're in business. And I know, I know, we don't like to talk about money in education business, but money pays the bills as well as your salary and you are allowed it. It's fair exchange and it's a mindset even I still work on day in, day out and probably more than I should admit, to be honest. I work on my money mindset a lot. So when it comes to money, we worry that slowing down will cost the business money either because we won't be able to make as many sales as we we would like to or by diverting our product teams to other things that don't create something to to sell. Or maybe it's just yourself and you think, well, I'm not going to be working on the things that will sell. But it really could cost more money in the long run where there'll be a much bigger piece of work to do because we didn't deal with it when our attention was first drawn to it. So you might have an inkling that something just isn't right, that you need to work on something else. If you've got a team, you may still not know what really needs to be worked on and they might not either. And they could even resist the very thought of change. But the important thing is is to persist and to get to the bottom of everything. So if you were boiling water in a pan that had you know bits in it, you wouldn't be able to see the bits when the bubbles are aggressively pushing through the surface, you know, when it's boiling very fast. But if you take it off the heat, those bits will very quickly rise to the surface. You'll be able to see them very clearly, even though the water is still very hot. It's almost as if, you know, when you take your foot off the gas, the problems just identify themselves, even if you can't dive in and deal with them straight away because it's too hot. So yes, it's going to sting a bit money-wise, but the sooner you can get past that and get to the work at hand, then the better. You know, as I've mentioned, this is cyclical and your job as an entrepreneur in education is to be looking out for these issues and periods of time where you need to slow down so you can be proactive rather than reactive and in the process, spend less money. At the end of the day, solving problems effectively is actually a business expense that we don't really think about until we need to spend money fixing it. So number two, speed. So you might be thinking, but my business is all about speed, Claire, speed to market, so I can't slow down. And it's true, speed and speed to market are still needed. And actually, it is possible to go too much the other way and fall into the trap of slowing everything down which we've done before as well 
But slowing things down to identify and fix problems is a tool that you should use in your business when needed, not a tool that you should use for day-to-day operations. And in the past, you know, for me, it's blindly all been about speed at times. You know, we'd carry on doing things even if it wasn't making any sense anymore. You know, we'd hire the best of a bad bunch rather than slow it down to rethink what we needed and let a little more time pass. We'd get resources out at all costs, whether or not the customer wanted them or not. And, you know, in the early days, usually that would be um, by me picking up the tab at the weekend, finishing off what had not been finished. You know, it's like we, we feel under this immense pressure to deliver. But if we step back and examine what's going on, who's actually putting the pressure on? Because usually it's ourselves. And even now in the team, I see it a lot. It's not that we don't want speed. Of course we do. But sometimes there can be this heightened pressure to get things done. And the pressure is coming from the individuals themselves, not even from me, the CEO. I see I see it. And that's usually when I step in and I get hold of the reins and I help them see that it's okay to slow things down a bit in order to do it well in the long run. So let's make sure that everything is timely and efficient, but let's only work to super speed on those things that really need it. Because otherwise, it's so easy to literally get burned out traveling at this speed all of the time. When when things feel like they are speeding up and they shouldn't feel like that, then imagine yourself in a rocket. There's no time to process any of the information your brain is receiving as the world is whizzing by. So you'll struggle to grow and learn from this. So slow it down. Number three, rethink. I can't express how important this one is. So the previous episode of the Education Business Podcast was all about permission to stop when it's not working in your business. And sometimes it's not permission to stop, but permission to have a rethink. So we used to just try again in the same way if it didn't work. And now we take every opportunity to rethink things, to do things better, to save time, to save money. So we rethink roles when somebody moves on. We ask ourselves, what do we actually need now? Because it's easier to just plow ahead and get a like-for-like replacement, what everyone would expect, and it requires much less effort from everybody. It's much harder to slow down and consider and take our time. And in the long run, you know, this could affect workflow. It can affect staff morale and sales. But it's right to do it in the long run. To, to rethink things, to know that you took that extra time to get it right without rushing in. So as someone who's been hugely guilty of rushing in before, this is an area where I feel like I've made a huge personal shift. You know, in the last 18 months, we've rethought culture, a number of roles, current and future projects, long-term business goals, our audience and customers, our offering. I could probably fill the whole podcast telling you all the things that we've rethought. But I think the point is, is that, you know, our rethinking is in every single area. And even though it takes time, we still do it. Number four, the runaway train. So whether or not we take time to slow down, we can still end up on a content delivery train that we never intended to be on. And if you let it, it'll get faster and faster until you can't get off and you can't focus on anything other than survival. And the feeling reminds me of that scene in the Polar Express where the train is going ridiculously fast and all they can concentrate on is hanging on for dear life. 
you know, there've been times where I knew resource lines weren't right, but I got caught up in the content train along with everyone else. And I, in the end, I went on uh, along with the push to get them finished by the team. You know, the feeling from everyone that they wanted to complete a task because of the way they felt about it, even if it wasn't the right thing for the customers or the business. But I stopped myself personally from getting on that train now. And I feel like I can see very clearly where it could become a thing that I may live to regret. You know, that's why I've taken such a long time to understand what it is that other education entrepreneurs really need from me before committing to a grueling schedule that doesn't work for me and isn't useful for you. So with that, actually, Education Business Club is coming on the 1st of December. So if you visit educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash beta club, you can get on the waiting list and I would love for you to join us on the 1st of December. It's going to be really exciting. So anyway, I've obviously talked a lot about resource creation and content delivery when it comes to being stuck on the runaway train. But the message is this. Do customers need what you think they need? Because you need to find out. And I just want to acknowledge that you might be listening to this episode and you might really feel like you're on a runaway train right now. And that is really frightening. And I understand how frightening that is. And you look back and you think, how did this happen? And then we berate ourselves for it as well. Like, how did I let this happen? But it's hard to spot when you're hyper-focused on growth. You see, the problem is that we can see growth in our business and, you know, we can see speed picking up and we want to keep fueling the fire. So we throw more logs on it. But what I've learned is throwing more logs on has to be very measured because sooner or later, the fire will be raging and you'll spend all of your time trying to control it. And you might think that this is a good thing because your fire is burning so well, but after a while, it'll start dying out because you haven't taken time to clean all of the ash out. You've just been throwing more logs on so the fire will start choking. And the last one then, start again. So I've talked about having a rethink and you know, in the previous episode, I talked about stopping altogether. But sometimes the rethink needs to be so big that you just need to start again. I don't want you to be afraid of saying, okay, let's just start again with this bit. I'm not talking about a whole new business. I'm talking about elements of your business. You know, we can often be guilty of too many workarounds, especially if you've worked in education before this. You know, remember when the IT technician would be in school once a month? So you ended up coming up with your own workarounds and they ended up sticking. You know, you never ended up mentioning it to the technician because the workaround just worked. And it's easy in business to work on workarounds instead of addressing the problem at hand. And before you know it, the process is four times longer and four times more expensive. It's not a failure to say, does this still work for us now? Take it back to the beginning and explore what it is you really need and then go from there. And throw away that old school mantra We've always done it this way. So I want to end by saying that you may have felt a bit of a shift as you've listened to this episode, because I know, you know, if you're um, in a situation where you are feeling like things are really speeding up and, and it's feeling out of control, that you know, that is frightening. Um, and maybe you've got a realisation that you need to go away and consider some of the problems in your business. So as you start to work through them and slow things down, you know, you might not see the benefit straight away or be able to see the benefit at all. But when we're going slowly, 
we can see the details and not necessarily the big picture. And when you speed up again, that's when you'll see it and you'll know then that it's worth it. So Education Business Club Beta is on its way to you. I'm working towards a 1st of December launch and I very much hope that you will join me and everyone else in the club. So you can go to educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash beta club to get on the waiting list and join me in the club. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.